welcome to this edition of Monday Sermon. I'm Pastor Corey. Today is Monday, May 2nd, 2022. This is a podcast of Winfield Baptist Church in Winfield, Pennsylvania. More information about our church can be found at winfieldbaptist.com. Our fighter verses for this week are found in Luke chapter 12, verses 32 to 34. Fear not, little flock, for it is your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Sell your possessions and give to the needy. Provide yourselves with money bags do not, that do not grow old, with a treasure in heaven that does not fail, where no thief approaches and no moth destroys. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. What is the kingdom? Uh, simply put, it is God's kingly reign and rule in the hearts and lives of people who by faith are trusting in Him. As we obey and live out His righteous commands in Scripture, we further establish the kingdom in the here and now, although it will not be fully realized until He comes again. What is interesting here in Luke chapter 12 is that in verse 31 he says, the verse that comes directly before, instead seek His kingdom and these things will be added to you. First, he tells us to seek. Then, in verse 32, he tells us that it is your Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. So the kingdom is both something we are to seek and receive. In our seeking, it is God who is pleased to give us the kingdom. And with that comes blessings. The point of Jesus' words here are to make us live for what will last and help us remember in times of trouble, persecution, famine, or distress— that the king, God, rules and wants to give us the kingdom. In giving us the kingdom, we have the king and the king's resources at our disposal. That is why he can say, sell your possessions, give to the needy, provide for yourselves with money bags that do not grow old and with treasure in the heavens that does not fail, where no thief approaches and no moth destroys. The resources of the king and his kingdom are inexhaustible. He can always provide more stuff. So when prompted to give, don't worry about not having for yourselves, but be generous like the king. That's his point. The second part is that we need help in shifting our minds to do what will last, namely, treasure in heaven where neither moth nor rust can destroy or steal. The call here is to live for eternity in sight, not just for tomorrow. What will last, not what will rot or burn. As we memorize these verses, may they help us remember our king is a generous king and his resources are inexhaustible. Next, let's be reminded of the sermon and text from Sunday. On Sunday, we looked at Ephesians chapter 3, verses 1 through 13. Uh, Chapin Jones preached, and he reminded us that God is using his church to push back the kingdom of darkness. And then he broke it down into three points. He talked about God's eternal church, he talked about God's eternal purpose, and he talked about God's eternal mission. His main thrust was found in verse 10, so that through the church the manifold wisdom of God might now be made known to the rulers and authorities in the heavenly places. The main message was advancing God's kingdom in local communities with the support of the church in everyday life. 
the beautiful thing about verse 10 is that you and I get to be a part of telling God's story, of displaying his glory to people who have yet to know him. God's primary vehicle for advancing his mission in the world and his glory is the local church. And you and I get an opportunity to join in that mission. In the coming weeks, as we look at more detail about how God uses individuals in his church to accomplish his mission, may we be praying and asking God where we can join in his mission, whether that's here in our own Jerusalem and Judea, or for others, maybe consider praying about where God may send us. And may we as a church be prepared to pray and send, and others be prepared to pray and go. We'll end our talk today with a takeaway. For our takeaway this week, allow me to help define some terms that will be helpful as we talk about and think about God's mission and the church's role in it. The mission of God namely refers to God's plan of rescuing and redeeming his people since the fall of man in Genesis chapter 3. Being on mission or missional refers to the plan God has for all those whom he redeems to be part of his mission here and now. In the new covenant, being on mission or being missional specifically means that we pursue means of promoting and obeying the Great Commission, which says to go and make disciples of all nations. So being on mission or missional simply means that we, we don't need to travel across borders or cultures, but rather we can reach our Jerusalem and Judea here and now. The idea in Matthew 19 is as you are going, going about life, pointing people to Jesus Christ. A broader term, missions, then refers to being committed to full-time vocational cross-cultural evangelism and discipleship. A helpful phrase that John Piper coined is that missions exist because worship doesn't. What he means by that is that missions is primarily going where there are no Christians and, logically, no worship of God, so that there might be Christians and God would be worshipped. There are, of course, nuances to these, but I hope these definitions will help us as we study and discuss these themes in the coming weeks. Thanks for listening. I hope you will tune in next Monday.